1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Oh, I see a girl, Miss Glazier. She's got a brand new one, Good, Clean Filth, out on HBO Max now. Uh, COVID was a weird time. We, she went home, uh, hung. That was a super insane time. Uh, and I don't know if she's still in St. Louis or she's gone back to New York or she's gone to L.A. But uh, where is Nicholas? She's in New York City. She, which is where she belongs. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know home is St. Louis, but good God and sweet baby Jesus. You know, as my mom gets older, I mean, I'm at a point now where I'm basically paying my brother off to stay with her. <laughs> I love my mom. Hey. I, hey, I just, everybody wins. I can't go back.
1: No. no. Born June 1st in Cincinnati, Ohio and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. A graduate of the University of Kansas, she is a stand-up comedian who has appeared on The Tonight Show, Konya, and Last Comic Standing, as well as standout appearances on numerous Comedy Central roasts. You've seen her Netflix specials, you've heard her podcast, and watched her E-Network reality series. Welcome home Nikki Glaser, and now she has an all-new HBO comedy special, Good Clean Filth. Please welcome, longtime friend of the show, Nikki Glaser.
0: Mr. Dare,
2: how are you, young lady? I'm
0: so good. How are you? Listen,
2: I'm better than I deserve. You know what? I'm better now. Honestly, this good clean filth on HBO. Congratulations. Thank you. You just—you're killing it. I mean, you're working your ass off.
0: Uh, yeah, I kind of am. Uh, It's—I uh, got that on uh, HBO Max, my new special, and then um, FBoy Island. Three new episodes of that show dropped today. Right. So yeah. it's been a um, yeah, it's been a big week of um, to have both those come out, and um, my reality show ended. Uh, you know, the first season wrapped up on E like a month ago, and I'm traveling all the time, and yeah, about mm-hmm. to take a, a uh, my first vacation ever, maybe I don't know. Um, remember when this all started
2: in in twenty early twenty? You had to go back to St. Louis. We were yeah. all worried. We're like, oh we're, oh, we're losing his time. We'll never get this back. My, my old, and, and rightfully so. But now yeah. it's, you're just like, yeah, it, isn't it crazy? Careful what you wish for because you're just coming back harder and more busier than
1: ever.
0: Yes. Um, I definitely had moments during that time of like, what am I doing? I mean, I was living with my parents in St. Louis. I never stopped, you know, uh, trying to do stuff when I was there. Yeah. Um, but it did get really grim. I mean, I was like really depressed and thought, you know, just the worst thoughts about stuff. So and then, you know, there's still hard days. So it's not like I think a lot of times people can look at my Instagram or like look at my life just based on the things I'm doing and be like, wow, she's killing it. Her life is perfect. But it's you know, I, it's still tough. Like I just uh, went through a breakup two days ago. So I'm in New York City just avoiding um going home right now and that, uh, like that's my life now i have like the best i have, I have the best week going but um i also am uh, yeah you know heartbroken so uh, life is uh, life is weird like that
2: you know and here's the thing it's uh the heartbreak is such an awful thing because it's such a singular like it's so, only you can go through it but the one thing i learned yes. every time it happens to me i'm like whew, that's a good that's good for a 15 pound weight loss uh, I'm probably going to get some extreme material out of it, and it's going to feel me. I'm going I'm to do- you know, dedicate myself to the show way deeper than I could before when I was sharing my brain with somebody else
0: right i i feel that too like i can't eat and i can't sleep um uh kind of like that meth commercial in the 90s but i got <laughs> yeah. the cleanest house on the street um yeah I know, man. it's um it's 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 been a while since i felt this way and uh. uh you know but you know what the best thing about breakups is that um, music sounds real good oh yeah uh, you just like there's like a new resonance of like all my favorite songs i'm like oh i can even get back into these taylor swift songs that i haven't visited in a while because i was happy okay wait now i can really feel these so it always leads to like a ton of like, like you said artistic expression a lot of puffy facing uh crying yes. um a lot of not crying because I have like a photo shoot to do. So you push down your feelings and then <laughs> later you, you know, trip on the sidewalk and scream the C word really loud, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yes,
2: yes. Well, you know what I do? I don't, I don't, I repress them, but then I drink my way through them.
0: That's, that's good. See, I don't drink. And I know, so I just I have to go inward and uh, hate myself every day. But yeah. it's, but you know, it's, it's just the irony of it. Like you, Everyone I talk to, I've been in New York um, promoting my special Good, Clean Filth and um, F-Boy Island, which is this reality show that I host. And it's been everyone just being like, oh, my God, you're killing it. Things are going so great. And I'm like, it is. But those are things I made, you know, six oh, months okay. ago. And, yeah. like, you know, they're, they're things that come. You make these things and you're so busy and then you wait around and then you promote them and then your life falls apart. And it looks like you're killing it. And you're like, oh, I was 20 pounds lighter then. I also had a boyfriend and Hope. And now I'm like, but let me talk about it again. It was really great. (laughs) Uh
2: (laughs) Listen, the only thing we can do, if if my girlfriend dumps me the next week or two, I'll try to be extra terrible to her. Then we we can hate on the exes together. We'll have nothing but friend benefit sex. But all we'll do is talk about how the other one that left us is the most terrible thing in the world.
0: I, oh God, that sounds, you know, that all sounds great, but you, I'm in this phase of like, oh, I like them more now than ever because they had good boundaries and like they respected themselves enough to leave, that kind of thing where you're like, oh my God, this person like knew what they wanted and it wasn't me and... Oh, they probably made a good decision, and maybe I am crazy, and there's something wrong with me, like all those things. Is this a radio show that I'm on, or is this my therapist? I don't know. You're the first person I've talked to in three days. I canceled every other press thing I had. Let me tell you.
2: You need to rewrite the narrative. I know it's not healthy to do, but it's just time. Let's rewrite this narrative. You know what? He was an abusive, terrible human. No,
0: no, 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 no. I know he wasn't. I know.
2: I know that's a lie. Don't get me wrong. I know it's completely
0: not true i'm saying just i don't want to be i don't want to be sued for uh slander is my <laughs> no. issue Johnny? No, no. but um, off air yeah we'll go buck wild <laughs> um no he it it sucks it was um it was a, like a nine uh, year off and on relationship oh, no, so god. it's finally over and um but i'm not one of these women who's like oh my god i'm 38 like i wasted my life like i uh i don't think any relationships no matter like when they end are like waste i usually when people are like you know, we were married for 15 years and it's over. I'm like, like, that is a good run. Good job. Like, how did you last that long? Like, we, um, we tried everything. Like, I think a lot of people give up really soon, but at least, at least I know this relationship is definitely not going to work because we tried
2: everything. Yeah. Listen, you, uh, you are incredible, and I know you can't hear it right now, and you can't hear that you're incredibly funny, and you're incredibly creative, and kind. Uh, and good. I know. I know. I know you can't. You can't. I mean, just I've been there, man. You just no There's <laughs> nothing anyone can say to take you out of that, and it's just time. I love you. It, it's it's. Uh, love me you too. You just... No, it's
0: nice to talk to you. You you always boost my self esteem. I'm feeling pretty good, but it's just it's it's interesting because usually during a breakup you just want to go buck wild and sure, get on all the dating apps and go, you know what? I'm moving on. But, um, I, that's why I know this is like a healthy breakup because I'm not having that reaction. I'm just like, I need to mourn this peacefully and on my own time and journal and write. And let's just like, Oh God, is this what being <laughs> mature is just disgusting. Let me why you. can't I just go like sleep with someone else? And like, you know, uh, uh I, F this pain away. You sure. Know?
2: Sure. Listen, I plan. Cause I've been monogamous, I have been right. I've been everything I haven't been in the past. So if this goes bad, I plan on destroying myself emotionally, like whoring it up. I'm going back to drugs when I get all. I'm going to start smoking again. I'm going to try heroin. It's, <laughs> it's going to be. I, I plan on doing all the worst possible things because.
0: No, that's great to hear that you're in something good and like and stable and that you feel like you're you know towing the line and doing everything right. That's, that's the way to do it.
2: That's, that's when they healthy. get you. It takes but,
0: so long to get. There there.
2: That's when they get you, Nikki. That's when you do. When you trust them and you do all the right <laughs> stuff, you know what'll happen. I'll walk in and she'll it'll it'll she'll look like a human porcupine in reverse. You'll have a whole team of football players and they're just pounding it out on her. <laughs> you know how that goes when you're super nice. You're like, I love you. I'm going to be healthy. It's going to be great. You walk in and some, you two of your best friends are doing a choke and poke on her. You're like, God damn it.
0: I mean, I, I do think based on my new reality series in the second season, FBoy Island, which I know that reality sh- Shows, maybe dating rally shows are not your uh, cup of tea. This one is so funny and so yeah. ridiculous. And it really does prove that very theory of like, um, you know, it's three girls on this like island seeing if they, you know, these, a bunch of guys are there and they're like, are they F boys or are they nice guys? And that's the thing is like, n- you're inevitably attracted to the bad boys and, right. and the F boys. But the nice guys are the ones that are telling you they're dependable. And girls are just like, I hear you, but this guy over here is, like, ignoring me on purpose, and there's something really hot about it. So, <laughs> stability, I want to go walk this plank into these waters. Like, it's like we know what we're getting into. Girls just think they want to they challenge. They want to be able to fix someone. They want to be able to change someone so that they feel I am the only woman that could make this guy straighten up and fly, right? When right. really... Everything there's, you know, I, I don't know whose quote it is, but show me a, it's like something like, show me a beautiful woman and I'll show you a man who's tired of banging her.
2: Yes, um, of course, so no, no, it's, that's true.
0: No one's immune to it. No. Elizabeth Hurley was cheated on in the nineties.
2: Of course, mm-hmm. of course, man. <laughs> know, and and I don't know where women's insecurity gland is, but I suspect it's right next to their G spot because it always seems to be tickling the same area.
0: <laughs> like, it's just <laughs>
2: true, man. It's, it, it is. The F-boy thing. You're going to come back in there and die. And I, is that going to pick up another season as well? Because it, it seems I to be going real so. Well.
0: It is such a good show. It's so funny to watch it now. Because when I'm hosting it, I just go in and, you know, run the elimination ceremonies and, and talk to the girls about the guys. But I don't see any of what happens because I'm the host. So I only hear about it. And then I go... And then I'm watching the show, and I'm like, oh, my God, so much happens that I don't know about. I'm I'm watching this show, like, as a fan. And, of course, I'm watching it because I'm, you know, trying to support the show and be able to talk about it. But I am addicted to it. Three new episodes came out. I'm, like, so excited to watch them this weekend. And I think it's it's just one of these shows that you can put on, and you think it's going to be just a waste of your time. But it's truly entertaining. I mean, I'm yeah. just, I've talked to you about it before, but I really have not into people who think um reality tv is fake and they just write it off because they think there's some intellectual who likes you know what bones what do you watch like like, (laughs) because it's scripted it's just this show so funny Uh, that's uh, the uh, thing i love about it most is that it's just making fun of all of these guys the whole time but then you do get invested in these relationships which are pretty uh real and so um and then it's right, you know, you watch F Boy Island and then boom, you watch my special, same app. I can and, always uh, tell.
2: I can always tell when stuff is real. Cause I, I narrated a TV show I was I was in the middle of called it was Full Throttle Saloon for five years. And it's at a motorcycle bar, the biggest one in the world. And we were real. That was a nine camera roving TV show edited. It was an incredibly hard show to do. But yeah, you can always tell when it's real. And then the other ones where it's it's one single scene where it never cuts away and it just happens to get all the right moments as it walks down the hallway. And, yes. you know, and, yes. and you can always tell the difference. And F-Boy is definitely real. I've watched it. It's it's for sure real.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, we're putting these people on an island, and all they do all day is talk to – they they date, and then when they're not dating, they're sleeping, because all they do is, like, go on jet ski, you know, dates. Right. And then they talk to uh, – they do interviews about the dates. Like, so if you put anyone on the island, and all you do is make them talk about the people they're dating and – they have no phones. They have no ability to talk to their family or friends to like think about whether or not these guys are douches. They just have each other. Like it's a social experiment that leads you to fall in love. So these these girls, these guys, they're all falling in love. It's all real. It's just sped up. It's like um, it's like going to the zoo. No one at no one ever goes. The pandas are so fake. When you go to the zoo, it's like <laughs> those like pandas were selected. Uh-huh. Those like pandas were cast so that they would. Copulate, sure, and they're only copulating because they're the only two pandas in that habitat. So yeah. don't you don't think it's fake though? It's just you know it's set up, of course. But there's no script that anyone on this show is is reading. These people aren't good actors enough, or they of wouldn't course. be on a reality show.
2: Well, there's it, it, you're right. It's always in the setup, right? I mean, we all know dirty hotel sex is super fun. Why? I don't know. I guess because it's not your room. It just seems like you could do weirder stuff in there.
0: Yes, it's yeah. uh. <laughs> yeah it's um there's just something I, I i it's my favorite genre of, of tv and i'm like so excited to be the like first season i could barely watch because i just had so much like fear of like oh maybe i did bad i'm not really good at watching myself on things but second season i i picked it up and i was like oh my god i'm so proud to be on the show it's like it's good but it's like it's almost like. Uh, I, I thought I knew it would be good because I filmed it, but I'm like, this is my favorite show, and I just so happen to be on it. So I think I would be talking about it with you even if I wasn't on it. I'd be like, Johnny, did you see F-Boy Island yet? It's just insane.
2: I think that you're going to be... I hope they shoot another season right away, right now, while you're in this position in your life, because I think it Oh, no, change. that would be
0: dangerous for F-Boy Island. We can't... The host can has to be... I think <laughs> the that has to be kept far from the F-Boys. I'm too vulnerable right now. No, I, I would... Absolutely, um, I can't wait for them to call me up and say, hey, we're going to Hawaii for the third season because we always jump around to a different like tropical location. And it's the best. You just spend eight weeks somewhere. And most of my days are free. I get to go whale watching and, uh, and just take depression naps all day long in paradise. <laughs> um, and then I put on some makeup and get my hair done, put on a dress, spray my skin with spray tan, walk out, and I ask a bunch of girls, like, Mia, how are you feeling today? It's like, that's all I do. It's like, it's the way, I, that's like my dream life is talking to girls about boys and right. who have disappointed them. And so I, I really am living my dream job. And um, yeah, I, I hope people watch it just because it's entertaining, but also because I would love to keep doing it for the rest of my life. Like right. I would literally, I'll be the host of Boy Island if it's still going on in, Thirty years, I'll still be doing it. Like, if they want me, I love it.
2: But good, clean filth. Like this is. And here's the thing. And I want to pay you a genuine compliment. Listen, this is not your first special. You have done many tours, many specials, and you are not in any way slowing down. It's constantly evolving. You're coming up with great new material. It's you found your voice, and you have really fleshed everything out.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it was. um, This this special is just. You know, packed with jokes, but it's also just my, uh, you know, very honest thoughts about sex and dating and men and women and just uh, just honesty. And so it's like it's, you know, comedy specials are they can be long and sometimes you put them on. And you're like, oh, let's just put on a movie. But I think if you put this one on, you'll be entertained and you'll learn a little bit. And it'll it's a good uh, it's a good thing to put on to like have this uh interesting discussions with your friends and, and partner i think it like brings up a lot of funny uh points and and it's i don't think it'll spur any fights but it's just it's gonna make you laugh about sex whether you're having it or not
2: no nikki glazier now is has nikki glazier style like i think that's what i'm trying to tell you is
0: oh i love that you know you
2: you can hear it like you know you can always tell when Ch- there's chapelle is is he's always Chappelle. Uh, you know, you, you think about these great comedians and they, they're always them. They, they never sound uh, plain. They never, you know, there's many great jokes out there, but the guy doesn't have his personality into it. He doesn't have his style. It doesn't become them. But the greats always yes. have their style. And the Nikki's, Nikki Glaser style is obvious in this, man. And it's really good.
0: Oh, that's so great to hear because, yeah, that is the mark of a great comedian is, yeah, they're not just up there delivering jokes, scripted, performative, and it takes, so long to do and and it just you know to to do it long enough so that it feels very natural when you're on stage it doesn't feel like there's any kind of difference between you know there's obviously heightened because I'm putting on performance but I really am very much the same way on stage that I am off stage so I don't have to I don't have to figure it out I don't have to tap into a voice I can just kind of be myself and that's the beauty of stand-up comedy is that I don't have to figure something out. It's, it's really more about, like, letting go and, and trying not to figure something out because all the things that comedians do when they're young is trying to give people what they want, trying to sound like everyone else's favorite comedian. Um, just hey. what we want to do. We just want acceptance. We don't really know who we are. So it usually takes, like, 20 years. I mean, I've been doing it 20 years. It's just long to really figure out, like, oh, the key is just what, what do I think is funny, not what do I think these people will think are as funny or what, what you know? What comedians do they think is are funny? Let me mimic them. It's about what do I think is funny because right. that's what I'm bringing to the table is this unique perspective. So I try to tap into that.
2: It's the only thing you can trust. Is do I think this is funny? And it's the only thing you can trust. If you listen to others, I, we talk about this in the radio show all the time. Is every there's always some dickhead management guy trying to put his finger in the pudding, and you're like, listen, I, I just I, I die by your own sword, and you have to. You gotta you gotta yes. do. It's the only thing you can live with.
0: It's It's hard, though, because when you get rejected for what you think is funny or what you think is entertaining and people go, no, that's not it. And they turn on you and you go, well, you liked me to begin with because I followed what I liked. I, You know, I'm not going to abandon that now. Right. And, you know, we're also insecure as performers that any kind of criticism is just like. So brutal, and I think that's what keeps us in these like loops of just giving people what they want and not being able to be a true artist. And the the key is really just not subjecting yourself to any uh, criticism that is unwarranted. You know, the comments on Instagram, the comments on YouTube, the the, t- the tweets, the just the things that are, trolls are trying to get you down. It's not like actually constructive criticism, because that um, that's the only thing that's keeping me. Ahead uh, of the game from younger comedians is that they read all of that stuff and it crushes their souls. And I do not read it. And so I get to, you know, just convince myself that uh, I'm still a good person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, ge- these geniuses in radio put a giant screen in front of me years ago that you can text in and I don't have to log in. It just comes up in real time at 49891 and literally it was like it was like getting into an Olympic boxing ring, and you were like, eventually after a couple of years, oh, you are like, you can't God. hurt me. There is nothing you could possibly say to hurt me. Like it's just done. Like I'm I'm absolutely fireproof at this point.
0: Yes, it's uh, you know there's part of that. Yeah, you you get like immune to it, but I I think it was like eight years ago. I just decided no more YouTube comments, no more Facebook comments because right. those were the harshest ones, and now Twitter is a I mean, it has been for a while, but for me, it's like. Uh, I'm sure people are saying very nice things on there to me, but every time I log on, there's some bot saying something disgusting or something just trying to get me to kill myself that day. I mean, people's literal goals are to make people they're jealous of want to kill themselves. But don't you
2: think Uh, that guys also, because you're beautiful and funny and famous, they do that negging thing where they try to come in and say something negative, hoping that that will draw you in, that you'll find them interesting?
0: Oh, it happens all the time where, you know, guys do that either – they hope it makes you, like them, find you interesting, or like you find them interesting, or right. it's because they're just so mad that they you would never bang them, right. because they have to like punish you for it. Yeah, the And incels, they have to. Yeah. They're no, they have no and that
2: Yeah, no, the so neck, neck beard Wait. incels, absolutely. It's,
0: it's, that kind of thing. They're just below that. And um, I love talking about incels because what people are more understand and compassionate to the harm they cause than that group. Yeah.
1: What
0: what makes the what group of people uh in, what incites them less than a woman on about how uh sad their lives are yeah. so I look forward to um their comments that I won't read if any are listening right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I all the fat you know be yeah. uh, a lot in my in my DMs that I won't read because I've highlighted you know you can go into twitter and say uh block any dm that has these words in it and I've written in um you're a you know c word <laughs> but i spelled your y-o-u-r okay. <laughs> because i so don't know it
2: dude that's my pet peeve and i'm like you can say whatever you want but spell it right you stupid prick
0: oh they never do it's always so funny how grammatically i'm getting off a really scathing critique of someone yeah you're damn sure I would run that by uh, a few English teachers first and just just check a dictionary like at least acknowledge the autocorrect that is like scribbled underneath it like you know I just can't believe these people think that there's just squiggly lines underneath everything you write do they think that that's the normal like that that's not some, telling them something I don't understand people it's autocorrect It literally corrects it for you. You have to like actually like shoo it away, idiot. But he will still find a way to do it. Uh, And thank God for it. Oh, I'm like I'm
2: like listen, loser. One zero. I'm not loser. It's loser. It's a loser. Yes, loser.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
2: Uh, I love you so. I, you know, I got to tell you, Good Clean Filth, HBO Max, you guys, it's incredible. F Boy Island, uh, you guys got to watch it. And, and I know it's going to be a minute before you get back to Kansas City, but uh, I can't wait to bring you back and I can't wait to see you.
0: Thank you so much, Johnny. I love talking to you.
2: Man, uh, we're here anytime, and just you are the best, my friend. You're incredible.
0: Likewise, always good to talk to you. Such a good friend. Um, thank you for having me on. F Boy Island, Good Clean Filth, HBO Max, check it out.
2: The great, Nikki Glacier.
0: I like her I love
2: her yeah. that's a tough one she's just she's a lot you know what I mean like I hate to hear that it's nothing worse than when your friend goes I know that they were okay and I was the not and I'm like oh I can't help you because man I've been there I've been the guy yeah, I've, I've, you know, I, you know, I'm like, oh, you're perfectly fine. And you're actually wonderful. And I'm the one with all these problems. And mm-hmm. I've, I mean, I've done it. Hell, there's nobody in this room hasn't seen me do it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, no, it's, it's afterwards when they're, it's like, uh, sca- she, she is great. She's, She's a wonderful person.
0: It's funny and scathing. It, she can be about things or you know, vivid in her descriptions of all these things. She's raw about what she deals with, too, on a personal level. She's very open about it. Yeah, and you have to love her for that as well.
2: Oh, we would talk each other to death if we
0: were. <laughs> you know, there's me. a great chance that would absolutely happen.
2: We would talk each other, and it would be the
0: greatest thing
2: ever until she got mad, <laughs> and I could keep up to a certain speed, mm-hmm. and then she'd go. She'd just mow me down, and I'd be like, "I'll be sucking my thumb naked over here to go where Why you go there? Did <laughs> the you said was so true and very funny? I'm still laughing at myself because it's terrible because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> You got right down into the very middle of the side of me. Yeah, That's giant in there and you just keep hammering away. Why? Like, like, yeah, no, that's, that's the real.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.